John Farrell into a hole. And found hidden gems and buried treasures.
the classic white snake there starting off tonight's hidden gems and buried treasures thanks to Derek for his usual excellent full steam ahead it's now myself John Fell for the next two hours and then DJ GJ for the symphonic plated show for another hour till nine o'clock tonight we have guessing and you will be hearing from them very shortly local artists in charge a brand new band but with one old face who has been in the studio before so before that we'll have some more music kicking off now a band I've not played for a while, The Mighty Priest.
From Cardigan to Camus Lang, from Rutherglen to Halfway, and across the southeast of Glasgow. This is Camwin Radio. 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station.
That was a wee bit of Ebb, formerly known as the Ernst Bennett Band, and that's from their debut album, Mad and Killing Time, track called Crystal and the Red Light, and before that, we had about a priest rising from the ruins, and Rob Halford was 72 in the last few days, 72. Rockers don't die, they just get very old. Anyway, tonight is a wee bit different. And Jason's laughing at that because we have In Charge In, a brand new band, but with one old member who has been in here on a couple of occasions before. Jason is sitting in the background, chuckling away, and he says he's not going to talk, but don't worry, we will. I'm going to put the guest mics up and see what we do this time. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we? Hello there. Good. Good. You're welcome. Uh, I'm going to ask this side of the room to talk into that mic and we'll see what happens just to give me the levels here. Fire on. One, two. One, two. Yeah. Yeah. Come a bit closer. One, two. Yep. Yes, we're well, fine. And Chris? One, two. Oh, yes, I can hear you perfectly. Oh, well, that's deep, deep baritone voice coming through there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, new band, In Charge. Uh, I've talked to guys before we came on air, going for about uh, since last October, I think you said to me. Yeah. But with one old member, Jason, who has been in Pariah Soul who have been in here before. Uh, one of my favourite bands from many years ago. I still play their tunes on a regular basis because uh, they have a, a lovely sound that reminded me of my favourites, Nazareth, at the time. They had that kind of vibe. And I was listening to... Chris sent me some tunes, thanks to Jason prompting them the other day. Uh, and I said they have a, now have a sound because uh, I'd heard some earlier stuff. And I did actually get... There's, there's, there's a sound going through it that makes me, reminds me of a band and I can't think who it is. I'm going to ask... Is there a big influence on your sound from somewhere else? Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jason. <laughs> uh, I think it, every song's different, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, there's the, the new song, out Some Has Come Away, that's a very much a, a Nickelback sort of vibe. Right. Um, uh-huh. You know, now I think everyone's sort of giving up on hating Nickelback. I know there was a while where everyone hated them. Um, but no, and there's one that's kind of, it's very 90s rock, basically. You know, there's a bit mm-hmm. of Foo Fighters, there's a bit yeah. of. And obviously these guys have yeah. had their own influences into into the songs uh, that, as well. That, 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 is, that is Chris Guitarist playing. I know he's a guitarist. We'll go through the band now. On my left, near closest to me? I'm Andy. Andy, and you play what, Andy? I play rhythm guitar. Rhythm guitar. And behind him, I know, is the drummer because he was yeah. saying that to me. Kev. Kev, Kev's the drummer. And Jason's on bass guitar because that's, 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 that's his 40. I was saying earlier on, this studio gets very warm, but Jason is sitting here with, looks like a polo neck, a shirt, <laughs> and a woolly hat on, along with his beard. <laughs> Everybody else is stewing. Jason looks as cool as a cucumber in a corner. Uh, what, what's, what, what brought you all together? Because I know Jason was in other bands, and they, I say Prior Soul, and I know, Chris, you have alluded to that you live with the other half of the uh, lead singer of Alpha Signal, so you yeah. have to be very careful what I say about them tonight. <laughs> uh, so Andy, we've been in bands for about ten years, yeah, give or take. Yeah. We've been in bands for about ten years, uh-huh. give or take. Yeah. Um, it's just been one of those like stop start things. But once I get into a band, up, if I look for a drummer, I always try and get Kev along. Right. And vice versa, if I look for a guitar player, you always try and get me along to it. Nah, not really. I always try and ignore your phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we actually got in through Facebook, wasn't it? Yeah, Chris it was posted Facebook. on a. Um, Musicians Wanted page ah, right. and at that point I was kind of not sure if I wanted to get back in music but we've seen this and he'd posted some of the songs he had originally recorded so me and Andy Messing thought we'll give him a try and see how we go and then we'd done a wee rehearsal at Pirate Studio where we'd done <laughs> some covers we'd done 
Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. We done Velvet Revolver. Yeah. Classic. And you were telling me, Kev, that you only came back to drums recently, and the reason was. Yeah, because of Taylor Hawkins passing. Yeah. And him and Dave Grohl were massive influence for me, like growing up and getting into drums, because uh-huh. obviously Dave Grohl and Nirvana and that, but realizing when Taylor was standing behind Dave or sitting behind Dave in the Foo Fighters, being like, that must be some. Some yeah, gig. Have to do that after Dave. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so I about last January I was playing with a band and uh, kind of they just stopped contacting me about rehearsal and stuff like that. But they put it down that it was nothing to do with my playing. <laughs> so after that, I was just like, I don't need this. I'm, I'm done and all. But then when Taylor died, I was just like watching videos on because obviously he was appearing everywhere on Facebook. Mm. And I just watching videos, looking him in the zone. I was just like, I need to get back into that. And then right. luckily Chris appeared, <laughs> that guardian Good. angel. And, and, and. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's coming out. It's getting yeah, emotional no, it's now. Also, it's getting <laughs> and, and, and the quiet man in the corner. How did you get in touch with this man? He actually got in touch with us. I actually booked myself two or three bands to just go and try out, see what uh-huh. was out there. Right. So I was a bit uh-huh. scrambled about it all myself, to be honest. Um, and I kind of liked what, what was happening in the studio. Uh-huh. When I, and I kind of never really tried as hard in the other rehearsals, <laughs> to be honest. Doesn't sound like you. No, but I, I think I kind of made my mind up pretty quick that I was going to see where this took me. Yeah. Um, and never really kind of gave it my all. Apologies to them, but I think he just wants to tell you for a wee yeah. bit and go with the younger guys. Uh, I think it's like everything. <laughs> if you go to any, uh, you go to a new job. Sometimes you think, ah, I like this. And other times you think, what the heck have I done here? You know, <laughs> I've made yeah. the wrong move. So I suppose it's, it's. I would imagine it's the same with a band. You, you you feel right with somebody, and you don't feel right with other folks. One of the bands I went for was right up my street. It was very Alice in Chains kind of style, but. I, I don't know if maybe the the personalities wouldn't have merged so I kind of just kind of backed off of that and then there was another one I tried it for which it was a scary experience and I'll just leave it at that <laughs> <laughs> that's intriguing we might come back to that one Jason <laughs> No, as I was saying earlier, I'm all power to anybody that wants to start a band these days mm. and uh, go out and make music because, as, as we all agree, that's uh, not the same as it was way back 70s, 80s, where bands could pick up record labels and uh, deals. So you're doing it for the love of it, and I, yeah. I, I admire anybody that does that because it keeps me going. I obviously, if, if I didn't have music, I think I'd be quite bored and possibly yeah. very, very depressed if I couldn't put on a record here or there uh, because it does, it's, 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 it's food. For the for the soul music, oh, I always definitely. say that. Yeah, I think that's why old musicians end up coming back to. It yeah, because yeah. we all get jaded by it, and then eventually you wake up and go, "I need to try this again. And I need to do this." So exactly. Just go on with it. Well, we'll stop there, and we'll have another track. And uh, if one member of the band doesn't recognise this, he'll get uh, shot when he gets home.
Another band from the west of Scotland, Glasgow, East Kilbride. That was Alpha Signal. And lady singing there is Chrissy's other half. He was telling me they've now lived together, so I thought I'd better play something and he better recognise it. <laughs> they was in deep trouble. <laughs> we have in charge in the studio tonight uh, all four gentlemen. Uh, not quite the most number of folks we've had in this one wee studio to talk. We did have five in here, and one of them had to sit on the floor before because we didn't have <laughs> enough chairs because we couldn't get any more chairs in the door uh, but we have the four gentlemen in here we have Andy, Kevin, Chris and Jason and uh, we're going to be talking things all in charge we're talking about your influences you were talking about Foo Fighters and uh, it's not Ramstein anyway I know, I'm looking at Kevin and I can see his face going Ramstein, not Ramstein that's Andy's, Andy's influence I'm going to ask Jason again because it's so long ago we're trying to remember the last time Jason was in here and it's a way back way pre-Covid we were back in the early 2010s like 2017 so what was your influences again Jason? Well, my main influences are always uh, 
Did you did you go to see Guns N' Roses? Yes, of course I did. Yes, it was excellent, wasn't it? Yes, it was and good, yeah. so much for the BBC showing Axel and ruining his his voice uh, for that night. Uh, me and my friend, I used to work with, bought tickets when it got announced, and obviously it was cancelled so many times, and we knew what we were getting ourselves into <coughs> when we were going, and I have no complaints. No, no, I, I agree. Absolutely I, I thought no I, when you actually see if you look back at the old videos of him singing. His voice is, is, is obviously deeper, as everybody's voice gets deeper as they get older, but it does, still sings in the same style. He was never the greatest mm. vocalist. Yeah. So people, I think, have got, it's like the rosy-tinted memories of long ago, mm. you know, that it was a better singer than he was, but he certainly wasn't as bad as the thing that was on the BBC. There was definitely a problem with their sound or whatever yeah, transmission yeah, yeah. <coughs> coming through. I wasn't maybe going, but I bought a ticket when I was a bit drunk off my friend. <laughs> and I, I seen them performing at Glastonbury, and I was like, I can't believe I've paid all this money for tickets. Oh, no. I went and watched it. Oh. Absolutely unbelievable. Absolutely. The they were superb. I've seen Axel's, Axel's GNR when he came with all the other Same bucket head and all that well. and he was fine his voice was fine so I thought he can't have just gone from that he's hardly sung for yeah. so many years mm-hmm. unless he's just gone by the wayside but no I thought it was one of the best gigs I've seen yeah, for a long yeah. time and especially in the open in a horrible summer yeah. wet night <laughs> as it was but at least it didn't rain too heavy because yeah, when you yeah. see some of it when you saw the what was the next one um, it was down the green three bands Def Leppard and that, that was and it was, well. it was sodden that it, it, that kind of dampens the atmosphere. No, At least, no, fine. you were fine. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Did you come out the bar, Jason? No. <laughs> Did you come out the bar? You were talking about Warrior Soul, and it just reminded me of the bass guitarist Warrior Soul was a gentleman that came from Edinburgh, and the next time I saw him was at Winterstorm and uh, the reinforcements and I'm sitting there interviewing him and I'm going round I don't know and I'm looking at his face and I'm saying I know him <laughs> and he can look he's looking at me he's going I know you too <laughs> but it's amazing how people just appear in bands yeah. it's the same kind of face I suppose mm. Scotland is a small country but it's the number of musicians are going I mean Andy at Swampies is the prime he's in 11 bands I think at the last count I've got told wow, yeah. I, Andy, and I think you know I said to him how can you remember what you're playing you can up a different night up. It's just it's different styles of music. So that's when. Sorry. Shorty's in a band. With him. Is it fair? So he is cover band. That's right. He's now singing lead vocals, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He is. Where he was, he was the drummer when the last time he was in here, yeah. and the man that kept swearing. So <laughs> 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 we remember him well. <laughs> Uh, in charge, you've got these tracks out, which we will play during the night. Uh, and uh, are you going to bring it out as an EP? Because there's like, I think it's four or five tracks. I suggested it, but I think I'm just releasing the tracks individually. Individually. Yeah. I mean, the, the way... The, I know, I, I, <laughs> I've been doing my uh, market research. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, no, the, it seems like, you know, the way the way music's going as well, albums are kind of dead and I've seen other bands, you know... <gasps> Don't say that, Chris. I'm not saying... <laughs> for little bands... Like, albums are not dead. Uh, like, don't get me wrong, albums are great. But when you're, like, an up-and-coming band, if you release an album, like, it just it goes there and chances are no one's going to see it. Whereas if you sort of release it, like, bit by bit, at least, okay, people see the first one, they go, all right, I wonder if there's any more, and they come back a month later to look again, you know what I mean? So if you just kind of gradually build it up until people ask you if there's an album then I think it's time yeah, to make an album yeah that happens when we sign the multi-million record deal does it exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> then we record the album do you know what I'm dealing that's, with that's <laughs> I say that we wait for it to come to us <laughs> 
No, I, I, I can understand just that, yeah. but I, I, I'm, I'm old school with Jason. It's yeah. an album or an EP, something that you can actually hold in your hand, mm. look yeah. at, yeah, and I mean, go. I, think I mean, coloured vinyl, that Chris. Coloured vinyl, that's a great thing, coloured vinyl, Chris. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll plug it to you all night. <laughs> 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 Vines no. are making their way back big time. It's becoming a thing now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It has been discussed. Nah, yeah. I think it's definitely, we need to, it'd be great to have uh, a bit of vinyl. It's like something physical we could, we could get. Um... It's just getting it made. It's like an investment, so yeah. that, that's in the, in the works for sure. That's right. I, I'm just footing about here behind the desk. Ignore me for two seconds till I get one of your tracks up. No bother. And hopefully this will be the first of uh, In Charge's tracks you'll hear tonight. Why I'm terrified of what's inside 
into a hole and find hidden gems and buried treasures.
classic Saxon way back from the 80s, 90s there. That was I Can't Wait Anymore, the 12-inch mix. Don't say we don't play you something different. You're on Hidden Gems and Buried Treasures here on Cam Glen Radio, 107.9 FM. Tonight, we have guests in the studio. We have the four members of Glasgow Band in charge. Now, I was going to say something else there, and I thought, no, <laughs> that's not who they are. <laughs> <laughs> How about Pariah Solo at that point? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've been talking, well, we've been listening to some music there about various things, and you have a video to that first song that I played of yours, which was called Wondering What You're Thinking, which is a very yeah. upmarket, or not upmarket, upcharged. I'm saying to you, charged up song. I'm getting the wrong <laughs> way around. Charged up song, very sort of in your face, yeah, rock yeah. and roll. And you have a story about the video on YouTube because your fellow <laughs> band members have been slating you rotten, Chris. <laughs> Well, that's why we've been sitting here. Yeah, yeah. Fire me. Yeah, yeah. So it started. Um, so the video is like uh, the story of how I met Rachel, basically. And uh, it started, and I'm going to get this right because otherwise I'll get. I'll get uh, <laughs> a phone call so, to the studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was uh, March the 3rd, 2022, was the date. Um, so a couple of days before this. Um, a couple of days before that. My, so I was, in, I'm in, I was in our band called Paper Sailor. Shout out to Paper Sailor. Um, so my mate uh, Michael from there asked me if I wanted to go to a local, gi- local gig um, and it was the first one back after Covid so I went along and uh, none other than Alpha Signal were playing that unbeknownst to me um, an angel appeared out of the crowd Jason's just doubled over looking for a bucket <laughs> I know this is really upsetting Rachel right now as well oh, man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, they Alpha Signal were awesome live, um, and yeah, ended up chatting to Rachel. She said uh, she thought nothing of me at the time. Uh, four days later, I ended up being. Um, she ended up coming to see me play for Paper Sailor. Uh, it's her first sort of first gig I'd had back in maybe like five or six years. Um, and and then from then on we started chatting and now we live together. Um, so in amongst that, like uh, the night before our first date, I the song just I couldn't sleep, and this like just uh, chord progression would just appear in my head, and uh, and then I literally got up and just wrote that song, and uh, you know a few months later, I was kind of struggling to finish it, so I'd had like the first, I had the main chorus and I had the first verse. And then I thought a cool idea would be to get Rachel to sing, um, because uh, you know make me look good because she's an awesome singer <laughs> uh, mainly, uh, and uh, well it makes me look bad actually to be honest. Um, but yeah, so she ended up um, putting in a verse and singing her part of the chorus, and then we're both singing on it. So and I think it was October. It was probably about r- roughly the same time as we actually got the band together. Like yeah, just much, yeah. yeah um, like October 2022, and we recorded the video like five months later uh, in the Ivory Blacks. Uh, March. Yeah. March time we recorded that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it came together amazingly. We you know we ended up getting like um, you know thirty of our mates there. Um, you know some some interesting um, yeah faces in the crowd. <laughs> um, but it was great. Yeah, it worked out amazingly, and uh, yeah, I hope I've done it justice. Um, but now, um, now Rachel gets a free ticket to every gig. 
<laughs> uh, because <laughs> because you get to come and sing that song, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, he, he said that as a nice wee love story, but we see the day we were doing the video. We asked how what the video was going to be like. He says, "Well, it starts with me standing at a bar staring at Rachel." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing creepy about that at all. Me standing at a bar staring at Rachel on stage. But, but I mean, it was it, romantic it, in my head. Seemingly went from fifty views to about five thousand views. Yep. Has Rachel just been putting it on constant replay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's phenomenal. You said yeah. that you there is about five thousand views yeah. of the video. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, that is yeah. that is that's fantastic for a new band that haven't been going that long, and it's getting out there. So people, are you were telling me the places that were watching it earlier on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we've been getting a bit of like they seem to love us in Brazil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like um, you know, like the, we were talking about earlier, we we're talking about uh, Spotify and how good it is and stuff. And um, yeah, we've been just reaching out to like you know playlisters and stuff and uh -huh. all over the world. And uh, yeah, a lot of the ones and there's one few in Brazil, like uh, in South America, have picked it up and put it on their right. playlist. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And they're really liking it, so it's great. They've done a couple of song uh -huh. reviews and stuff like that. Yeah, Eastern Europe as well. Tour in Brazil yeah. in no time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. but Brazil is a hotbed of rock. Mm -hmm. They really do totally. like that music out there. And I think possibly because they are so far away, they appreciate the fact that bands actually turn up in their country because uh, I wouldn't imagine it's a easy place to get in and out of or actually stay safe to a certain extent. Uh, we did have Carlos uh, from Humanity Deluxe and he comes from Venezuela and I asked him, how did you end up in Scotland? And he says, well, via Spain. He says, but I got told by somebody I knew, go to Scotland if you want to make good music. And I'm thinking, Scotland, of all places. <laughs> but he said, he, he himself said his home country is one of the scariest places to live. He says, it's the one place in South America, Central America, you would not want to go to. So, uh, presume when they get bands going to these places, they are very appreciative of the fact. Mm. And the fact that also he had a Sab video. He knew who Sal Clemson was before he actually played with him. <laughs> and I said, mm -hmm. how do you? Your friends really says, I had a video of Sab live in Venezuela. And I thought, that's amazing how music from such a wee country as Scotland could export over to the other side of the Atlantic and con America, fair enough. But when you get down to the kind of Mexico's and further down, you think mm, maybe Sab niche niche market in uh -huh. Scotland or the UK or, or Europe, but they actually at your music there. So you've probably maybe have a bit of success out there. That's uh, why you need to bring out an, an album, yeah. just <laughs> so they can get physical product. Yeah. <coughs> well, I'm going to Absolutely. play another track, and if I keep it up right, this will be quite good after your wee story about Rachel. Tired of saying goodbye to all these. 
Just stops like that. Uh, you're listening to Gems and Billy Treasures here on Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM. It's Tuesday evening, Rock Tuesdays. Derek, myself, and then DJ GJ. And tonight we have guests in the studio. We have the four members of New Band in Charge. And that wee track was The Dust Coda, their latest one called Lovesick. Especially for Chris after his wee story about the video, about the first song we heard from the band. <laughs> I thought that was quite apt. That was totally unexpected. I had that down to play, but you just gave me the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking, we're talking about singing. You are the, the lead vocalist, then, Chris. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Do the gentlemen chip in with backing? Do backing as well? Up. Yes. Jason <laughs> says not. I, I don't think you. I don't think you sang in Pariah Soul, did no, you? A wee bit, but uh, it was mainly. The first time. <laughs> yeah, I found this video of him singing. I'm like, Jason, you're live, you can sing. Uh, I 
singers, it's just going to muddy the mix. I'll just yeah. play bass. Just play bass. And the freedom to actually move about. Are you that, look angry. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> look angry. I'm smiling. <laughs> I don't yeah. just, it's one of the few gigs my wife has come to with me to a sort of unknown bands and it was Pariah Soul and she has said at the same time she says they're fantastic why are they not bigger so let's hope in charge of the way Jason this time this is this is the this is you've got these young bucks behind you pushing you forward (laughs) (laughs) they go yeah I'm just enjoying it for what it is I'm really existing in this band (laughs) (laughs) ideally be the three of them and I would just turn up and play bass. You turn bass. So You'll be like that guy McDonald that played with Bon Jovi for years just as the bass guitarist then. Yeah, something like something that. Like that. Just, just turn up in the background. They have to pay me a we wage. have to pay, exactly, <laughs> that's... Does Biffy Clyro have another guitar player? You see him if you go to Biffy, like, he actually uh-huh. stands off stage and plays. Does he? Ah, so he's right. not on the stage at all. You see him stand at the side and playing away. That would be your role. No, you, 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 you need... You, you, no, we, we need somebody to look cool. Stop on the stage, but... <laughs> I don't want to do any of that promo. Uh, no, we know. I'm not <laughs> comfortable in that environment. Nah, it's it's nice on stage, I'm on right. stage, right. No, okay. I, I, it's a A lot of people, uh, as you say, Jason, off stage are the quietest people under the sun. Yeah. The stage brings them alive, and it's, it's, I never understood that until I actually started doing this. Because mm-hmm. I'm a quiet guy naturally. I don't normally say booty a goose to anybody. I just go about my business. But behind, get behind the mic. It's a different thing. It's 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 my closest I can get to kind of show business sitting doing this. And I, I now I used to get the that kind of I can understand why some bands come off to the big bands and they used to do all the weird narcotics and everything else because they lost the high of, of playing. Mm-hmm. And when I first started doing this, I, I remember the buzz. Yeah, I'm not saying I still don't still get the buzz. I still do. I love bands coming in, and talking to people who play music, playing music. But I could understand that. I never could understand why you know you've done all this tour and you've got all this money. Why do you want to go do drugs? But then I understood. I understand now. It's it's obviously you lose that kind of high that yeah, they must be on the kind of because when you see the ultimate queen doing uh, was it the uh, live aid. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. You're younger than me. Your brain's working faster. Uh, <laughs> that it, when you see them doing that and there are mass ranks of folks at Wembley clamped to their so that must be the ultimate high. And and even any band in any size of stage. Going up and you see people there appreciating you what you what you are producing. That, that that's that obviously is why the likes of you gentlemen still do these things. As Jason said, musicians disappear and then they come back because it is it is like a, a drug in a sense yeah. <coughs> to do it. We're not promoting narcotics. We are sponsored by Healthy and Happy. I would never do that. Uh, but you know, adrenaline, adrenaline rush. rush. To, to get up on the stage and do yeah. what uh-huh. they like to do. Because it's. it's not named the gentleman but he did come in here and he does do a show and he, he when he started he asked me he says how do you do it i says you're in a band i says you get up on the stage i says i'm sitting here nobody can see me i says so behind your guitar though i guess in a sense like it's i guess i'm lucky there because i get hyped behind absolutely everybody does that mean you've got a really big kit kev i actually love playing with a big massive guy yeah, that's that's that. the one thing. That, you see drummers in back in the day, them going back again to the days I used to go to the Apollo, uh, and guys would come and they had the big kits because it was a big stage. And even even the guys, some guys have big kits. But I remember seeing this, the one that got me was the Taiketo. I remember seeing them at the Barrowland the first time they ever appeared here. They were supporting White Line, and they were a big typical American hair band. 
unfortunately at the wrong time, just at the tail end, when grunge was just about to appear. Uh, and they had the big kit. But recently when I've seen them in gigs over the years, he plays the, the drummer's played the smallest kit I have ever seen. But it didn't detract from the sound. So does it really matter if you've got a big kit or is it just an ego thing having a big it kit? Probably is just an ego thing. <laughs> um, I just shot you down, Kev. In terms for us, I'm using a big kit. I, I, I use a lot of symbols because with some of our songs we've got a lot of moving about. So see uh-huh. if I'm just hitting the one, it's easier to use three or four, so I'm bouncing about the kit. But the likes of it, like, see Nico McBrain from Iron Maiden, the size of his drum kit is absolutely ridiculous. Aye. I mean, the Iron Maiden drums you could do on a normal size kit, but he's got like. So it's, it's just it just makes it it's an impressive it's the impressive madness, look because it's yeah. the big it's, yeah. it's got the big big show. Cause I was asking the I said Carlos uh, Marnet of uh, my talks he's the drummer and I asked him if he sings. I said I find that fascinating that drummers can actually sing. Uh, I mean, Dean Castronovo used to sing lead vocals when he was with Journey. Still does with the uh, uh, the Revolution Saints. But how to do lead vocals live? and play your drums at the same time. I, I said to him, I said, that's like trying to rub your stomach and do something else. They say, I, I can, guitarists I know are playing guitars, but they've got it right there, but you're having to think, I've got to hit this, 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 move my feet at the same time, and sing a song. Well, do you find that hard? I okay, because <coughs> I'm just doing backing vocals, so I'm only singing chorus and maybe some bits of verse, but uh-huh. like Chris had mentioned, Paper Sailor, Michael's a drummer and he's the lead singer, and how he does it is... I know, that fascinates me how they can do that and play the drums. And time at the same time, yeah. or is it just the fact that you cover it up if the bass is if the rest of the music's loud? <laughs> you, you don't know it's that wee paradiddle that didn't come in somewhere down the line. I suppose that's that might be it, but uh, it just fascinates me that mm-hmm. the drummers can do that because yeah. back in the day, very few drummers, apart from Phil Collins, very few yeah. ever did that. Not many of uh, the big bands would have had somebody actually singing at the, at the same time. Andy, you're the quiet man, you're yeah, not saying I'm much here. Quiet quiet, you're the quiet <laughs> one. Your instrument again, Andy? I'm rhythm guitar. Rhythm guitar. So rhythm guitarist, is that an easy job for you? It as can, opposed to lead? You're just playing I the same notes over and over again? <laughs> I, I've always been like in the background. That's just where, the way I've always... I've always just pictured myself just being a standard rhythm player, just That's keeping it. everything going in the background. Because he was offered the lead guitarist. <laughs> he, he was offered the lead guitarist on this band. And he didn't take it. Yeah, I'm just not that comfortable as a lead player. Yeah, I have been. Right. So you're not going to be writing any songs about love sickness, and then no, it's, it's no, I, is it Chris that writes all the songs? By the way, you do write songs. I do write, write, write songs. But you will notice like uh, a difference in my song and Chris's song. Chris's song is very no arpeggio related, whereas mine is all very chord related. Ah, right. so different styles. You you, different you styles. could you could be talking Russian to me, Andy. I'll believe you. Uh-huh. But yeah. in terms of the writing, similar, uh, the writing styles is completely, completely different. different. Right, mm. I'm it's only I'm, I'm only joshing with you because I, 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 as I say, totally tuneless, and I admire anybody that can write a song. Mm. Right, no, I mean, I look at music. Do you do you write? Are you trained in music? Any of you? No. As not, not really. Not, not no, really. no, no. So is it, high school level? Rick Rick on YouTube. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. Probably high school level. I used to watch guys on YouTube drum, and then I would just sit my drum kit and copy. And do the same. As we think, because my son got a guitar, and that's what he did. I used to come down and play all these riffs. I go, where did you learn that? I started watching a guy on YouTube. Yeah. And I used to think, how, how do you do that? No, it's yeah. a great thing. I, 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 I don't like, so if somebody put music, say read down, no, not a chance. Because <laughs> I, I, I you see people that write music, and I think, that's just a load of wee half-clefs and <laughs> God knows what. I have no idea. For that. I mean, it must be it must be good that you can actually do that. Yeah. But I think also likes you guys, because you're obviously playing by ear as well. You're yeah, learning yeah. things. 
and you're limited and then you're practicing and doing it because I said to Andy at the Swamp Piece I said you playing 11 or so bands uh, how long do you he says well I did it from uh, I did keyboards at school <laughs> and then went on to guitar he says and it's just constant practice and practice and practice and I think you, you've got to I would say you'd have to start youngish to do it yeah. I, I have tried as I said I can't get my hands in the neck of the guitar to even get, get top chord so it's it, I thought ah, I give up this like, I play Black Sabbath's riff for a uh, the famous one who escapes me as well brain's going uh, and I can do that and that's about it and that, yeah. and it's, it's it's useless but I've always loved to, I'd love to be able to play guitar I must admit that's, uh, I'll say this on the air although I wanted to be I'm a frustrated drummer I wanted to be like <laughs> Kevin oh, well, <laughs> and I've told the story first. to them and I've told it to everybody else before so I'm not saying that again yeah, yeah, <laughs> Kevin, you I, I tried guitar first but then when I realised I could play an instrument I'm just hitting things with sticks that was a lot easier <laughs> <laughs> well it does it's, it's, it's a frustration thing as well it gets all the angst out it really does to be honest you know, I, I, I've, I've been told by this man beside me that I'm far too loud at times yes that is very true and you've got to remember Jason's a wee bit older so what do you see yeah, him? Yeah, I'm the only one that doesn't have earplugs. Yeah? Well, I've, I've actually stopped because I lost mine at the last oh. day. I have to, I have to I, say I don't it. wear them oh. at all. I've had to start wearing them going to gigs now. <sighs> because I find yeah, I, I, I end up... I end up... My ears are ringing for days and I just can't hear anything. And I, and I, I blame it as we were talking about earlier. I'd seen Judas Priest and it was after that gig my ears rang for... Oh, don't know how many I think about a whole week and she's trying to do your work and try to hear people and people are talking to you and you're going what? Hey, what? it was like that old comic that used to do the mic thing oh, hey, hey, hey. I just could hear yeah. bits of people talking to me I thought no this this is enough for me I'll be deaf before I get to 60 <laughs> so <laughs> I do wear earplugs and I understand now why but I, if you're up that's the thing I was going to ask is I've never really been up on the stage with a band so if you're playing in a band and as long as you're behind the amps is it loud or do you? Can you still hear the music? I'm just, just. Uh, you can hear everything you don't want to hear. <laughs> right. <laughs> if if it sounds bad, if it sounds good, like you know, if you got the monitor mix right and uh -huh. stuff. But yeah, you can't really. It's mainly drums because the drums just overpower most things. Uh, yeah, on the, the way it should be. And Kev's vocals. <laughs> 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 you get situations where you can't hear it and you just need to play in Just playing, just yeah, in, just yeah, in, just, just, just go for it. Right. That's always the matter. Uh, yeah, and all the times you get a cracking mix, we get a nice balance. And you, you can hear it. Yeah. You can tell when somebody's struggling to hear something, they kind of zone into themselves. But if, mm. if you can hear everything, you kind of just relax and play because you're hearing everything. Mm. You started doing gigs because I know you were, were talking about Bannermans and various places. Mm -hmm. You get any favourite place that you've done so far? Me? Um, it has to be Touch. Touch, King Touch. No, no, that's band, but yep. King Touch is always going to be one. my favourite. Gentlemen, you got any favourites? Well, I'm going to sound old now. I played Touch 10 years ago. <laughs> Touch would probably say in terms of in Glasgow, yeah, Touch is probably it's a good sound, isn't it? The yeah. dream one's the Barrowlands. Mm -hmm. I'd love to play the Barrowlands. <laughs> probably Classic Grand for me, actually. I enjoy playing right. Classic Grand. Yeah. Right, Chris? Um, I'm going to say the Cat House. Cat House? First love, uh, okay. you know what I mean? I like this, you're covering all your bases so you get yeah, gigs. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, I'm yeah, impressed. Yeah, yeah. That, that. Smart, we're smart, smart moves there. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, no gigs coming up. Uh, <laughs> you can get on the socials if you want to, but it's for anywhere. I'm sure it would be great to open up for the Almighty that are playing in the Badlands. Yes, yes, oh, that is. Yes. Mindy's coming to the Hydro and the EW Glasgow Band, but we'll do it. You've heard it first. Mindy <laughs> listening out there. They're offering to support the Almighty. I've got tickets to see them anyway. Ah, but open up for them. Rival Sons. 
Rival Sons. I don't get Super Rival Sons. Prior Souls. Super Rival Sons. Last time I saw Rival Sons, it was with ACDC, if I remember rightly. That was many moons ago mm. at uh, uh, Hamden. I took my cousin from Canada, come over, and she says, big music fan as well. I can take me to a gig. And we said, well, there's ACDC. Do you want to get a ticket? We'll buy it before you come here. That's fine. Got there, and she's like five foot nothing. She's smaller than me. And she was, we got there about, about half an hour before they came on, maybe an hour before. And she's, let's get down the front. And there was this wave of people. I says, no. Why not? I says, because I'm not forcing my way through that lot. <laughs> I says, they've been here for about five hours. <laughs> Stand back here. Rival Sons is a bucket list gig for me. I've been paying attention to them for a while. Um, and I've just been waiting to get a ticket to go and see them. Um, they, were, they, were, they, were, they were very good, but it was a bit of a strange choice to be on with ACDC, I must yeah, admit. That's that, uh, Exactly. You I think you good. Exactly. <laughs> If you go, you'll get, you make sure you've got a crowd anyway, if you're with them. Well, I'm going to stop there. I'm going to play another track from our guest tonight. This should be Negative Creep.
From Burnhill to Newton. From Burrows to Kirkhill. This is Cam Glen Radio. 107.9 FM. Your voice. Your music. Your station. Brand new Nazareth there from their last album, Surviving the Law. That was Runaway. We're just talking about changing vocalists, etc. Carol Sentence, of course, now on 
uh, lead vocals taking over from the late Dan McCafferty. And is it Nazareth? Is it not Nazareth? Still buy their stuff because I'm a long-term fan, first band ever so alive. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I... For personally, the jury is still out to a certain extent. But anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about In Charge, who are guests tonight, four gentlemen. And we were just finding out that uh, Andy and Kev uh, asked them, they were talking about Billy Rankin, uh, who used to be in Nazareth, and I said, do they come from out next town, Kirkyway? And he went, no, Torrance. There's obviously a difference out that neck of the woods. <laughs> 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 half a mile. Half a mile. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to that, we played another track from the gentleman called Negative Creep, which was written by Andy. And it is a kind of uh, the antithesis of the track that uh, we heard earlier on that was written by Chris. Because one was in uh, deference to his now good lady, and the other one was about breaking up in a relationship. So it was quite good. It was, uh, they have different genres or different outlooks in the band, which I was saying is quite a good thing. Doesn't always be the same sort of formula. Form, I can't even say that word, formulaic. Is that the word? I think I'm yeah, looking formula, for That's yeah, the word, flake. That's the word. Uh, they have a sort of difference, and I'm waiting for Jason's input shortly. Have you written any songs, Jason? Not for a while, no. Oh, are you going to write some songs, Jason? There's one brewing in my head. In your head, all right. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, a stonemason on a motorbike. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, did, I did see, Jason, on uh, social media, uh, the thing you did for the, was it for the Saab? Yeah. The, the stone thing. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, that was the Saab rock thing. Saab rock thing, yeah. And... Uh, it's on this year. Have you sniffed about that to see if you get on there? Uh, no, I've no, I've no contacted Hoggy yet. Um, I might. I, I know they've already got the bill filled, so right. I've not done that. Done it. I'll see what you, I'll maybe send them a wee message now that <coughs> you get a wee bit of something to actually. Uh-huh. Well, That's no, I, I think I think you'd, you'd fit on the bill. Excellent, and again, well, uh, and again, yeah. it's next year, next year. As long as we don't have another pandemic, next year. It does. Yeah. So that's, that's Ivory Black stitched up now, so we're all right there now. Yeah. <laughs> We've got every venue in Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good day, though. It is, it is, it is a very good day, it is, and for a good we had, cause. We had the pleasure of playing with Zal, was playing that day. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, <coughs> that's, it's, it's, it's a great wee thing for, and it keeps, again, it's, it's mainly local bands that mm. are in there, so that's the whole yeah. point with Sab, we're from the Glasgow area. And that's that's obviously why they, they, they look for local bands to come in and do stuff. And it's a great way to get seen, because you're on a, on a bill like that. Because even the older bands, they, I was saw Taiketo, and they were on with three other or two other bands from the same era. Because now they're finding, obviously with COVID, as we were talking earlier on, people are not going to gigs for some bizarre reason. They'll go to certain things. The, the, the weird thing is, they'll go to the hydro with tens of thousands of people, which I always think you've got more chance of catching something <laughs> going to something like that. But they'll not turn out like gigs like we're talking audio mm. and a cat house and stuff like that in the numbers that they used to. And you were talking about down in the air. Yeah, uh, the lack of lack of punters coming out uh, on a Saturday night, but you played in Paisley and the place was full. Yeah. So that's it, it's just it's a strange thing at the moment. And I can understand it to a certain extent because I know myself after COVID, gigs started up again. And I did have that in my brain. Do I want to go? Do I want to go just in case? But you've got to get over that because if you don't get over that, you'll not go out the door. Yeah. And that's and that's why I encourage people go to gigs, be sensible about it, and uh, and if you don't feel well after it, 
test yourself just in case you've got something. You know, just, mm. I mean, it might not be COVID you've got. <laughs> it could be anything. But well, uh, just in the sense. Fans have got a responsibility to each other as well. Mm. You pull your weight. Pull your weight and then kind of support each other and stuff like that. I don't really know if that, that's kind of, that's where I kind of started playing, where you'd support each other's bands and stay for the full set and stuff uh-huh. like that. But it doesn't seem to be always the case. Maybe open a can of worms here. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> don't get us in people, people need to support each other's yeah. bands. If you're on a bill with other bands, you stay and watch them. They stay and watch you. And Aye, exactly. That's it's, it's a whole point. I. It's, it's a, I mean, back in the days, we're talking about back in the days, you had contracts and people were going for contracts, and I'm sure there was umpteen dirty tricks played in bands as I've read about as well at festivals in various places like feuds but I don't know if they were really feuds or whether it was just a good publicity to say there was a feud be- between bands to make things go a bit better the ultimate being Pulp and uh, the other one the youngsters listened to Blur Blur Blood and Oasis well Blur and Oasis should I say not Pulp aye Blur and Oasis that I think that was all just a wee bit of a kind of it, it got up to ante and made sure the two of them were at the top of the charts really mm. that that's <laughs> exactly yeah. so uh, it, it, it says in the interest of musicians to look Does after each other yeah you've got a mole <laughs> you <laughs> should tell oh, you yeah, get, get what's your pals man <laughs> <laughs> So, Chris, you're, you're in tour with young Rachel. Uh, are you from East Kilbride area as well? Yeah, I'm from East Kilbride, yeah. It's, yeah. it's another hotbed of either footballers or, or musicians, yeah. East Kilbride. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> I, it's, um, I, I, I hated it when I grew up there. Uh, I mean, I, lo- I, I loved it, but, you know, it's, it's the kind of thing... I, I, I moved into Glasgow when I was, like, 21 or something like that to kind of get away from it, and then I got dragged back kicking and screaming. When I met Rachel, um, and now I love it because <laughs> it's nuts. Um, but yeah, no, it's obviously like yeah, and I stay five minutes from where I grew up as well now. Um, Rachel, it's weird. We we spoke to, together probably for like a couple of weeks, and then found out she was from East Kilbride as well. I just presumed she was from Glasgow because that's where we met at the gig. Um, it's just funny how we we ended up. She's like, yeah, I live five minutes from. It's quite amazing because there's the gentleman from Concrete Kingdoms, lead singer. He's from East Bride as well, but the rest of the band hail from Dunfermline. I think yeah. that's that's some joint he's got to do <laughs> if he wants to go and rehearse with him. Like, yeah. Big up to him, he wants to mm-hmm. wants to go that far to to do it. I mean, it's not that far in relative terms compared to some people, mm. but to keep that interest up and, and go across. But you've only got guys coming from Torrance. I mean, Torrance is not that far away. You can see it from East Kilbride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glasgow is a hotbed, you know what I mean? That's where everybody like uh, meets in the middle like, of all the yeah. place around it. That's that's and our Jason's just up the road. Yes. Yep. <laughs> he yep. he's, he's, he's not got far to go. So he, did you walk down or did you bring your bike tonight, Jason? No, I brought my bike, no. Oh, I was going, to, going for the full rock I, images I he came in. Nah, nah, it's, just, it's just a dodgy part of town, I'm not leaving it here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking about gigs, you got anything coming up in the future? Got, yeah, we've got some things in the works, um, just nothing ready to announce. No. I've got nothing. Nothing. I think you're... Yeah, no, I think it's more about waiting for the, the right kind of gigs because we've just done two. Um, we definitely want, you know, um, we're on the lookout. Um, you know, we, yeah, obviously we want to record as well um, and do things like this. Um, 
So, yeah, we, we did seem to get offered a lot. I'm going on holiday. We got yeah. up for about five gigs when I was on holiday. Offered five gigs and Chris uh, is on holiday. I'm going to say, is that, that Rachel's influence? You have to go on holiday. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say, no comment. <laughs> um, she's actually been offered like a few gigs as well. Uh, oh. Go on holiday. So, yeah, so I'm never taking a holiday again. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think we're... You, We've done four now, I think, bit. haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah so four, four, four I think we're also wanting to, you know, um, focus on write more songs as well, <laughs> um, and um, we do need a yeah. new Glasgow gig. Yeah, because yeah. we've not actually played in Glasgow. We have played a wee venue. We've done Paisley. And we've done yeah, we need done more gigs outside. I think yeah. we we do Glasgow. have quite a natural kind of, um, you know. As a band, we're pretty solid in terms of like playing together musically. We never really find that like we're really rusty when we go mm-hmm. to play each other. So I think that's good. Probably works in our favour. Means we might need to do as many gigs, like hunt, you know, because we're all kind of experienced. Yeah. So it's all about kind of picking the right sort of gig that um, maybe it'll be supporting somebody that pops up. Because once you pick a gig, then you're kind of like a lot of promoters say you can't do one within a week, four weeks of that gig. Right. And that yeah. sort of thing, so that that does come into it a little bit. Yeah, right. we got off um, one was it Slay? And it, yeah. it was near the Paisley one, and the guy said that oh, was just a bit too close to the week after the Paisley. It was like, well, yeah. we put all our focus into the Paisley in your gig. So if we play that week later, we might not be able yeah. to yeah. get yeah. off over. Yeah. So. Yeah. A double bill, you know, yeah. for Signal? Yeah, I mean, that's been talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That as well. So you'll be playing two bands? Yeah, so the paper seller, that was. Was that big transfers for you, Jason? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike. For a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael Faber. He's, he's basically a one-man band, so I was just uh-huh. sort of doing the session work with him, and um, yeah, uh, so so it was great to to get back into music and get some sort of stage experience, and it's it's great stuff. But um, then, I'm like, because I was writing my own songs, I wanted to you know uh, yeah. spread the wings. Yeah and do some singing and stuff as well. Now, I'm going really off the wall here because I'm just looking at Jason's arms. Are you all getting tattoos like Jason shortly? So you can make good, good for the mean look. Yeah. As, as Kev, Kev looks like the kind of guy who's got a tattoo. You got a tattoo, Kev? I've got four. Oh, so you have. Yeah. Oh, no, you showed me the one, yeah, the Foo Fighters one, you get one, so inspired. Taylor. Yep. I've got the Bon Jovi a heart dagger there. Where's the ABBA one? Oh, we're getting yeah, they're getting <laughs> the ABBA one, to be honest. That, that yeah, that is the ABBA, man. That is in the works. That's in the works. Um, Kev is a big ABBA fan, yeah, just in case anybody doesn't know what we're talking about. About influences. I listen to all power metal and heavy metal bands, but I have a massive soft spot for ABBA. I think they're great. And what's your favourite t-shirt, band t-shirt, it's Kev? sparkly gold ABBA t-shirt. <laughs> 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 I've seen on many nights. <laughs> no one else has confessed so far tonight no. <laughs> of any other leanings other than rock music uh, you get any tats yeah, got Andy three. you get three yeah, so, oh I'll you're keeping them high oh so he has one, my god yeah, one on each shoulder <coughs> that's fine because uh, Chris I've talked about getting my first one the Rachel said no uh, <laughs> <laughs> no Rachel actually literally today um, she was like you should get tattoos she's, <laughs> she's been trying to get me to get them for ages <laughs> um, I, I'm sure Rachel's got a tattoo hasn't she Henson, so, yeah no she's got a few yeah she loves <coughs> them so um, I think yeah I definitely want um you know, I will eventually get them, but um, midlife crisis. Again, yeah. probably <laughs> just all my influences like ACDC. <laughs> definitely get them. The Wu Tang Clan. It's a bit of a random one, but I do like. Big head charge along your. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to seem big headed. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, as I was telling the guys earlier that I have got money set aside for a tattoo the kids were going to get me. Then COVID came and then uh, I unfortunately had to attend uh, the NHS where Rachel works and I was supposed to be getting a scan that they can cause these things to burn and then I never got the scan. So I've now got the okay to go and get my tattoo. But the wife says to me, you're not getting your football team. I thought, damn, that's one out the road. Uh, you're not getting your favourite band. That's another one out the road. I thought, it's getting really hard. And she says, why not five stars? Thought, five stars? <laughs> five stars? What for? One for me and the kids. I thought, oh, oh wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I need to just go out and get a tattoo and come back. <laughs> She'll kill me for saying that now. Uh, <clears throat> so, you've got nothing planned at the moment. Are you recording any more songs yeah, to release? That, we were thing? just talking about that before I came in here, yeah. So, we've got a couple more... To, to the ones that um you know I wrote a wee while back, but we've you know we've held off in recording them. But I think now we're pretty much more than ready to record them. Right. Um, that that I think are just as, like maybe as good as anything. You know what I mean? That are great. Um, and uh, and I think after that, I think. Yeah. yeah, and I think yeah, exactly. Just just writing, um, writing more songs and sort of like getting a proper um, sound. You know. Well, since we're talking about songs, we'll play another one that you have kindly lent to me well you're not getting it back it's on a cd <laughs> now <laughs> this should be something's coming my way by in charge <laughs>
into a hole and found hidden gems and buried treasures. bit of Sab because we were talking about Sab earlier on in a track called I Want to Have You Back from the Penthouse Tapes and that's uh, hopefully Sab Rock will want to have Jason back at some point with these new guys in charge on the band excellent band the tracks we've been playing tonight have been fantastic before Sab we had another track from them I'll repeat the name Something's Coming My Way uh, any story behind that guys? single yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i think it was like the the intro um i remember you know just that whole kind of epic rock intro um i remember like it's great and i think when um that was the first one I think we would have played it. You really loved it. You were just I, like, I loved it especially because it's a big drum intro. So yeah, I can tell. Everyone was vibing on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's yeah. like it's. it's I think that was actually the song that really sold me on the band. Just since I heard that, I absolutely loved it. Because like, I'm very much into like nice sing along rock music. And I think that song's absolutely. I think the lyrics are mainly about like it's just kind of that way where you just kind of you go get getting after People it. You know what I mean? Getting it. getting sick of like I think that was one sitting COVID. Uh, going like uh, I'm, you know, feel like I, you, 
I was wasting time, you know what I mean? So it's a kind of like, mm-hmm. stop wasting time, go go do something. And like a nice wee catchy riff. And then Jason came along and added the Duff McKagan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. It's good as well because we've got the crowd singing along to it now with the way exactly, yeah. the first time at the Bungle gig two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, we managed to get them joining in and because yeah, we were, were worried we're, our time wasn't going to fill the full slot, so we managed to rip that for a couple of day an extra two or three minutes until <laughs> <laughs> they got it right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it did work out really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the bu- the bug was a great gig apart from the wee incident at the start of the night. Um, we're not going to mention it's, it's like uh, Gavin and Stacey, isn't it? No, I, I think. I mean, I don't want to embarrass our lead because he, he, feel, he feels bad enough about it as it is. But th- these things happen. It's about how you move on from it, <laughs> and just in future remember to switch your guitar amp on. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's sitting there looking as if he's killing him. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's there's video evidence of it, so he can't get away from it. So exactly. it's there. It's there. How many views has that got? Well, it's not, <laughs> it's not up yet. We're none <laughs> ever. It's, it's, it's never <laughs> <up>. <laughs> oh dear. Save that for the band just for reals. Nah, but we, we won't. We won't embarrass Chris on this one because he's been very good to show me the video, yeah. and uh, and and, he, uh, and uh, all I'll say is his other half is very supportive. <laughs> <laughs> The rhythm section was going. I've seen many of our members seen Hanoi Rocks. Uh, very one of like the last time they played together in Glasgow, and uh, the guitarist jumps up onto the amps, doing all the climbing the amps and stuff, and playing away, and then barrels round, and the lead comes out the guitar, and he's playing furiously, and everybody's standing there going nothing coming out of that <laughs> and he kept going for about five minutes as the roadie tried to chase him around the stage <laughs> to plug him back in <laughs> so it happens to the best of them Chris don't oh, worry don't worry exactly and your band members didn't chase you around the stage they just didn't look to you <laughs> <laughs> just, just laughed at me laughing with you yeah laughing with you I was laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything unusual I wouldn't, you people wouldn't know about the members of In Charge? First off, no, I forgot, Andy. Oh. How did you get the name? Oh, that's an interesting story. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you asked, John. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it starts. Uh, these guys have no idea. I, I don't, you know, I don't know who knows, but. Um, it started about 10 years ago when I was washing dishes in a pub <laughs> uh, called The Buyer, East Kilbride. Oh, yes, yes, you know, I know, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, so I used to used to wash the dishes in there, and um, a few of the, all the chefs smoked. Uh-huh. So whenever they went out, they would go, Chris, we were here for a fag. You're in charge. <laughs> 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 and that became like a running joke, so every time they sort of went out for a fag, like, Chris... You're in charge, so my, my mate Ross heard this and he thought it was hilarious. He worked behind the bar and he made a t shirt that said Chris Ray's in charge. <laughs> and started wearing it. That's um, why it's always about him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, okay, okay. it's, it's, all, it's all coming together. Now. I like, so I like, it, like you know, ten, Fast forward 10 years, I was sitting think, trying to think of a name and I just thought, what, what is it? And I think I was thinking of like, you know, in flames, in something, I was just like in charge, and then it, yeah, and that's how that's how it came that's about. That's how it came about. That's a great story. That that's, that's, one of, that's one of the best ones I've heard for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that, and I know the buyer well. I used to go there at Christmas time for a Christmas dinner, and it disappeared and became an Italian 
Did, is it mm. because you left? It was named in charge. Boom, boom, boom! Here a week, folks. Thanks. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no, that's 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 amazing. I've probably been in that restaurant where you were washing the dishes, yeah, Chris, yeah. all those years ago. Because it's it was. It's, Changed for quite a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, it's probably four or five years, something maybe. But I can't remember when it, it closed. But um, but yeah, and no, I worked in there for years. Uh, my brother worked in there as well. Um, and it, yeah, it's it, I had no to think where I was then washing dishes in a pub. Uh-huh. Uh, to to where I got to now is, is amazing. I wouldn't even thought. I was going to say to think possible. to think here I was giving you my dirty plates. There you go. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's six degrees of separation. <laughs> Uh, anybody else get anything that they, they want to tell me that's something that nobody would guess? Yeah, I think things with me are probably quite obvious with a band. Like, as I say, I've played with bands with Andy for years and I think it's good with a band that they've got a good connection. Like mm-hmm. Before I joined this band, I played with the same bassist for the last three or four bands I've been in, so mm-hmm. this is the first time I've played with a new bassist in Jason, but we've built a very good, solid relationship so oh, far. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he's not looking for his bass in my head or anything, it, so it's, it's all good so far. Although Kev did want to throw his sticks at his... Uh, oh, he did throw his sticks at me the other week, then. I did, but in, that, in fairness to that, it felt it actually slipped out of my hand, but I did want to throw my sticks at them in uh-huh. the air gig two uh, weeks ago. I'd, I'd be throwing my sticks and running if I was looking at Jason. <laughs> And I made it very clear beforehand at the gig, I don't want anything mentioned about my birthday, I don't want anything said. We got to the end, that we played our songs, we were about to go into the final song, nice we went, I started doing the drama show, and all of a sudden Chris starts shouting, well wait, wait, somebody put the lights up. I thought something was wrong. <laughs> then the happy birthday started, then Rachel appeared at the side of me with a cake with candles on it, and I just got very, very upset, and I had a little bit of a tantrum. Oh! You should have happy look blowing out the candles, or you look at a wee child. <laughs> we're talking about the video of Chris at the bungalow. There's going to be a video of me at air because it's all on camera. You can see I'm absolutely pure. And it's a good thing we're not allowed to swear on this show because the words that come out of my mouth that night were but, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> it was that a big birthday? Uh, 31. So now you've left. Oh, you've left. Yeah, you've, you've left. left you've left. Uh, uh, ah, it's all downhill now. I'll tell you, Kev. It's, it's you get like me, you get hips going, yeah, knees yeah, going. It's, yeah, it's all downhill from here. But luckily, I'm just pretending I'm back. You get to see Rachel every six weeks, you know, that kind of thing. You're waiting in the bus pass coming in shortly. I'm looking forward to that, by the way. I'll get to gigs for nothing. It'd be great. <laughs> Jason's got Jason's got a long way to go. He's yeah, he's, 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 he's the quiet man. He sits, sits in the back. He says that as he stretches down, and can barely touch his toes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm saying that like I can touch me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know where his car's parked, Jason? No. What's that? <laughs> Do you know where his car's parked? <laughs> <laughs> Then it would suddenly went away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Torrance, I'm, 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 you come from Torrance, there must be a band called Torrance, surely. Somebody must have used the name at some kind. Definitely have, to be honest. It sounds quite couple, aggressive. A couple of musicians out of Torrance, uh, your dad, our <laughs> star, <laughs> yeah. Tommy Riley as well, you might have heard uh, Oh, no, Tommy Riley. Uh, yeah, I was it the play. Channel 4. <laughs> Unsigned act or something. He right. won that. Uh, uh, right. Orange, unsigned no, act. Orange, unsigned no, act. So, so what bands were you, your dad in? 
He was in a band called Cans. Cans. Uh, it supported Bon Jovi at Kelvin Grove Festival. Oh, right. Back in the 80s. 80s? I saw his bikes. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Big cover band, Five Past Midnight. Uh, Five Past Midnight. Uh, uh, Fair uh, yeah. And then <coughs> it was Kill, Killing From A Distance there. About, uh, uh-huh. yeah. oh, I, 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 in fact, Killing From A Distance not play audio not that long ago, but just before COVID. Before, yeah, a couple of years before COVID, COVID time, COVID, yes. I yeah, was there. Ah, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. so your dad was in the oh, band. He was also ah, right. in the band Blind Alley as well. Ah, yes. Uh-huh. Recognise that, yeah. Ah, right. So you're well connected then. Yeah. Ah. How come you don't get to their gigs? Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've had gone in here a couple of times. They've been on the show a couple of times. Lovely guys. So they are. Oh, no, they are and they did good. a lovely acoustic set for us in here. And uh, but they they had the new member and uh, guitarist, and I was asking how they how they met him, uh, and he's sitting there in straight face said, "Oh, we met him at a baking school," and I'm sitting there going, "A baking school? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a master baker." Rock and roll. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was young Tommy, and the next time I saw him, he was playing with the uh, Steve Harris's son at Download last year. Wow. on stage there but he's still he's still in gun because we did interview Jules and uh, Dante uh, just the tail end of Covid uh, and uh, I was asking was he still in the band he said oh he's still still in the band so so you're well connected young sir so this is I didn't know yours I was having rock royalty in <laughs> sorry Jason <laughs> no Jason has played a, a live session acoustic session in here and he's also been in an interview keeping his fellow band members in check and <laughs> <laughs> Many moons ago. It's good to see you back out, Jason. I have to say, because uh, I say one of my, my favourite bands, Pariah Soul, for not being signed. And as is in charge, I love your sound. As I said, the the Thank tracks you've sent in, fantastic. I think uh, I hope. Well, I think I hope you have uh, success with them because they are quite stonking rock songs. If you, that's the way to say it, yeah. I'll be rocking or shocking as I'd say. DJ says. <laughs> 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 you said they were hard dad rock. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we hard dad rock. rock. That was a lot. This Maybe that's why I like them. Did a review for something's coming away, and that's how he described us as hard dad rock. Hard dad rock. That's. You get dad bod now. Halfway there. Yeah, That's it. <laughs> we'll stop for another track and then we'll hear one more track from the boys before we finish up. It's quarter to nine. DJ Gigi is in the building now. He will be on at nine o'clock with Symphonic Plated Show. Uh, with all the Symphonic Plated Metal and Female Fronted Metal that you can handle. But for now, it's in Gems within charge as our guests. But now, a wee bit of Extreme. <laughs>
those tracks that stops out like that. You know how I love them. Oh, got something coming on there. Don't know what that happened. I never touched anything else. It wasn't me. There's a ghost in here, a ghost in the machine. You're listening to Cam Glen Radio, 107.9 FM. I am John Felt. This is indeed Hidden Gems in the last 10 minutes or so. And we have our guests in tonight. Fantastic guests they have been. They are the four gentlemen from In Charge. Brand new band from the west of Scotland. And some cracking tracks we've been hearing from them as well. With one old face, as I keep saying in it, Jason Furley of Pariah Soul. And he's chuckling in the background because I keep calling him old. But uh, he's not as old as me, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it makes me feel better anyway and the young guys are loving it yep. uh, <laughs> uh, anything else you're going to be doing if you're going to record these tracks and release them and you're releasing them one at a time we've just been talking about Guns N' Roses bringing a new track out and I was saying that they need to bring out an album Jason agrees if you get enough interest and I'm looking at Chris here because he seems to be the main man here. Yeah. <laughs> the other two guys are slinking in the corner at the point. He's earned the nickname <laughs> Axel for a <laughs> <laughs> no. Is he always late? No. <laughs> uh, would you consider putting it as a, a full CD? Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's the goal. Yeah, that's like a, that'd be an ambition, you know, like a, life, a bucket list sort of thing. Yeah, Bring it an album on vinyl. Um, now you're talking. Yeah. Green splatter. Yeah, I think it's, get, it's just get that stage. Of like once we've got, you know, um, once we bring a, f- a couple more, you know, songs and we sort of get a couple more gigs, like just build it a wee bit more. Uh, and once we've got enough songs for an album, because that's, yeah, that's that's that problem. When you, when you fill those uh, those two sides, uh, the double vinyl. Um, well, I need a couple more for an album. Yeah, I, once we've got a couple more, I yeah, think. Um, unless we throw some covers in there. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we had an interesting conversation about uh, covers earlier on and uh, young Kevin was going how about the uh, umbrella <laughs> and Jason's face was a picture <laughs> still has a picture we've mentioned now <laughs> so uh, what covers would you do Jason you did mention one what would you fancy do I suggested the Depeche Mode song because and, and it's kind of synthy but it's quite uh-huh. heavy mm. Right. Well, that's that's, that's quite good because I mean, Depeche Mode back in the day were kind of classed as kind of new wave stuff, romantic stuff, which they really weren't. And now I've got the accolade of being actually in the rock genre. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do actually listen to a lot of stuff as they've gone on. It is more kind of heading towards the craft work, that kind of mm-hmm. sort of stuff, right. and they come under that. So that wouldn't be a bad shout. Chris, yeah. you get any that you'd like to do? Um, any covers? Covers, yeah, uh, yeah. And you're going to see an Alpha Signal song here, no? <laughs> <laughs> well, that goes without saying. <laughs> um, yeah, to be honest, uh, no, not off the top of my head. I know the Depeche Mode one I was very into because it's, I think when you're doing a cover, you should always try not just copy the, the song, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it sounded like kind of exciting how, you know, the challenge of like making a Depeche Mode song fit our style, make it sound kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, could like oh. you know could be a good thing for us I think. Yeah. Are you um, kicking them there, Jason? Eh? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I remember years ago suggesting a band that um, I was in that we should do a cover of. Um, names just jumped in my head now. A song, and do it acoustically. Mm-hmm. And then talk, no, 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 and then Newton Faulkner released it acoustically. Oh. <laughs> 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 right, the only person that's not come up with one, Andy. Um, I don't know because I think Velvet Revolver was my main one. Yeah. I was once. There's a, there's a, there's another one I'd love to do. Um, that we were doing right back at the start. It was just us three. We covered uh, "Cold Day in the Sun" by the Foo Fighters, uh, and I want to do it because Taylor does the vocals on it. So it means if we recorded it, I'd get to do the vocals. <laughs> 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 
but maybe I'd love to do that down the line. I'd actually love to do an actual recording of it and maybe release it as a wee charity something something like that so. oh, no, I mean yeah. I, I, I keep keep going back to the prior soldiers because no Jason was in that and you brought out EPs mm-hmm. Jason physical yep. copies yep. which were great uh, I thought that was fantastic because even just at, at your gig an EP is easier to have yeah, lying there and yeah. doesn't cost a fortune and people will tend to pick these up uh, you might even find the, the pinch them which is even better because they want it <laughs> 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 we, we eventually we had a, a showcase gig that we done and it was right, King's Lot was on it, and Concrete Kingdoms, who we were mm-hmm. talking about earlier on, and a few other good bands, oh, names escape me right now. And because it was such a good event, we just ended up, we, everybody was all, had their stalls set up mm-hmm. to sell stuff, and we went, you know what, here, 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 and just gave them away, uh-huh. t-shirts. And yeah, because sometimes it's just getting your name out there, if, you, if you do that and then people remember well, you. We'd, we'd spent the money and it was written off as such, so mm-hmm. it was like, do you know what? <coughs> yeah. That's well, yeah, there, yeah. there you go. So you're you're giving them away now, Chris. You're not giving them away. That's not part of the charge business. <laughs> if someone just start going missing, we'll know who's taking. I'm not suggesting that we do that, especially if we're going to do a vinyl thing. But yeah. uh, going back to your original question is to get to do an album, we need to start writing, and we've yeah, not actually definitely. done. That. A lot of writing as before uh-huh. yeah. the songs that that we've been that we're playing mm. were already <coughs> concepts that were yeah. tangible yeah. Maybe before we all got together. Added so, bits and pieces. To so yeah, yeah. really kind of see how we write together and see where we go. Well, I'll have to leave it there because it's now just five minutes before DJ GJ comes on and we'll play the last song from our guests in charge. Thank you very much, Andy, Kev, Jason and Chris. It's been a blast. Uh, it's always it's good. I love having people in the studio. You've been great guys, a great back crack. And all power to you, Andy. Uh, let us know when you're playing and when you get the songs acoustically sorted. Come back in and we'll have a wee acoustic session as well. Thanks very much, guys.
Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. Join me, Brian Byrne, every Friday night for Music in the Key of Life and take a trip through musical history from The Clash to The Beatles, ska to jazz, and even rock and roll. Find out more about the history of your favourite bands, as well as live guests, established artists, and emerging local talent. Fridays from 6 on Cam Glenn Radio. Missed your favourite show? Just click listen again on camglenradio.org.